0: everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Boyfriend Proof Podcast. This is your host, Monica Asmi. I'm so happy to have created a platform for everyone to share their stories. I have a great lineup of guests who are ready to share their hashtag Boyfriend Proof story on this podcast. And before I introduce our guests for today, don't forget to follow Boyfriend Proof Podcast on Instagram if you want to be a guest on the next episode and you have a relationship story that you want to share please send me a DM. Or of course, if you want to stay anonymous, you can send me an email of your story to read on the show. My email is a boyfriendproof podcast at gmail.com. I would love to have you guys on my show. So today on the podcast, we have a very special guest, her name is LR Camacho. She is a host of the Quarantine Season podcast where she interviews different people and shares tips on how to cope during this pandemic. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia, and she is an up and coming screenwriter, developing and writing TV and feature films with her writing partner, Seda. She's currently on hiatus with her podcast to focus on her writing projects. Hi, Lisette. Hi. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. And thank you so much for reaching out and being on the show. You've been so supportive. I just started my podcast with your like super sweet messages. So, like thank you so much for that. So, I'm so excited to like for you to share your story. And before we get into it, do you want to share a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Yeah, I'd
1: love to. So, I created Quarantine Season podcast because I was struggling at the start of quarantine with moving back home with my family. I love them, but it was definitely an adjustment. I found that sharing my thoughts during this pandemic helped me to cope and later found that it helped others cope too. I used my creative platform to help people feel less alone. And I hope with my podcast and stories, they do just that because you are not alone.
0: I completely love it. I literally feel the same way when, you know, when we all had to move back with our families. That was a struggle, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, for me, like I just graduated college and I would have to move back to my parents. And I thought I was going to get my big girl job and live my best (laughs) life. (laughs) And then the world shut down. So like, oh my gosh, I, and I know I'm not the only one. So like, I know everyone literally felt the same way. So I'm so happy that you created something like that for people and, I I know it helps so many people. I love it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: In this episode, it's all about like sharing your own relationship stories, whether it was like a good or bad experience. And I know when we were talking, you said you had a particular relationship that you had in mind to speak about. So kind of take us back to that time. Like what happened? What went down?
1: So what happened was (laughs) it started off as like finding what I thought was my dream girl online to then discovering that, you know, dreams aren't a a reality and that I deserve much better.
0: Wow. So how did you meet this girl?
1: So let's call her (laughs) B. I met her on OKCupid around October, November of 2018 and then in person in December 2018. Mm-hmm. On our first date, we went to the movie and watched one of the most lesbian <laughs> movies ever—the favorite with Olivia Coleman, one of my faves.
0: Wait, isn't she that lady from The Crown? Or am yes, I? Yes, yes. Wait, really? Oh yes, my gosh, yes, she was in yes, a lesbian her. movie. Yeah. Is and it I just, old? I just,
1: no, it's not old. It's it, it, like um, it was out in the in the in the theaters in 2018, so that's not huh. that old and what an oscar too
0: i need to look that up oh my That's God, just good
1: the, the ending was a little confusing but i mean it was really good you right. try to find as as a, as a as a lesbian i try to find all the good good ones <laughs> out there they're not they're not so many but
0: the, the good yeah. ones
1: you just hold on them tight 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i know i literally i feel it so like that was your first date yeah and how was it? Do you think it was like
1: awkward or? So, so when I first saw her, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's real."
0: <laughs> That's one of my
1: initial reaction. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a real person." And then, um, like, I wanted to hold her hand, and but it, like, I feel like we weren't even we weren't there yet. There was so much more that needed to happen before that step.
0: Hmm. Right. So what was, how would you describe the beginning of this relationship? So I knew,
1: I knew, like I told you, I knew when I saw her, I, she, she was someone special. Mm-hmm. She was like, to me, the most beautiful woman I'd ever met and seen and just checked up all the boxes mm-hmm. and just my exact type. And so I come, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican and have family in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands and all over the States and it has always been important to me to be with someone who has a similar background
0: mm-hmm. and she's
1: of Mexican descent. And so there were a lot of similarities regarding our families. A lot of Hispanic mm-hmm. families are pretty much the same. Right. And also education was a big one. And she supported me throughout the craziness of graduate school while mm-hmm. I was doing my MFA in screenwriting. Mm-hmm. And I saw that we were in, we were definitely in our honeymoon stage and it felt really good, but I admit that there were some red flags I ignored, but I saw myself falling for her and we went on adventures and I did things that I never thought I would do. My first proper kiss that I enjoyed was with her. I lost my virginity to her. A lot of my first was with her and that's why she was the hardest to let go.
0: Yeah. It's so crazy when you start dating someone and then you would do things that like you never thought you would do. And it's like it's... your
1: brain turns off, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: And like, like, I know when like, I know when people, well, especially me, I can talk for myself, but like for me, I know it's like, oh, when you're younger, you're like, I'm not going to do this because I'm yes. strong.
1: <laughs> yes. There are so many, like, I feel like all the deal breakers that I had set out for myself when I was younger it was like that didn't even matter
0: yeah (laughs) it goes right out the window and you're just like right out the window
1: it's just yeah yeah like and then and then my friends are like who are you
0: like what happened and then you start thinking that person's like a witch or something like what (laughs) kind of A spell on (laughs) like, like wandavision or something so it sounds like you were really into this girl Oh yeah. Like oh, full yeah. on. Do you think do you think that she felt the same way with you or was it one-sided? The way she ex- the thing is
1: is that it's so funny how today's technology works. Mm-hmm. Because people have one way of showing how they feel via text and right. then how they are in person. Mm-hmm. So she was like flirty, just like sharing all her gooey feelings to me via text mm-hmm. Ask me if she did that in person she didn't no that's so and and that was a trend of that had had been a trend from all the people that I have been on dates with
0: oh so you're saying that like everybody that you every
1: person they're like a totally different person when they text and then in, in real life they're like like uh like you can hear the crickets
0: that's so weird
1: I'm <laughs> I just never understood it I never understood it but she she definitely talked more than the other people um but but still it was just like I I felt that she was holding back
0: right and then you described that when we were talking that your communication ended your relationships like what does that mean and like what went wrong in that
1: Yeah, because after the honeymoon period, we got deeper and we started spending more time together. But getting to that became one of the biggest issues. So I'm a planner, but I'm open to being spontaneous.
0: Oh, me too, girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so especially being in school, I feel like in this generation, in the generation that we're in, Mm -hmm. we have to plan to hang out with our friends. We don't, we can't just like, just go over there anymore like because everyone's so busy. Mm -hmm. And so I would plan my day around her and then she would never show up. Hmm. And so she had no consideration for people's time or communicating her her whereabouts. And like, like I would be doing my homework. I said, I'm gonna do my homework in the morning and, and prepare for, my tests or whatever and then she's gonna pick me up at two so i'll have all that done before two o'clock right do i get any calls do i get any texts does she show up wow. no so wow. this happened many times and then she would like text at the end oh my gosh, i'm so sorry <laughs> i just like i don't know what happened <laughs> what the heck like it's just like you know it's just like and so my friends would tell me like why wait why are you wasting your time with this girl why why are you keeping this charade going but I always made excuses for her and that's like I feel like that's the biggest thing we make excuses for people that we think we need in our lives
0: I always hear the one phrase it's been going around on like TikTok during quarantine if they wanted to they would Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it just sounded like she didn't really want to.
1: Yeah, it's just like I I felt like
0: I was doing more work than she was. Right. That's and, so crazy that she wouldn't even like consider that you're, you know, planning your whole day and all your activities just so you can see her. Yeah,
1: it's just, and, and you know, I know that she was also going through stuff. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do my best to help her. I tried to like hear her out but then she like shut me out like a like a like a bag of bricks and just like didn't let me in and I know that I from the past I have shut people out but now like I can't stop talking about my feelings I'm like (laughs) but I I can understand that because she's a little younger than me and I understood that you know some people are just not there yet in their life Mm
0: -hmm. so I
1: would I would again make excuses for her
0: Yeah, because I feel like that's just, like, the easiest thing to do when you're so into somebody and you want it to work so bad. And you're just, like, okay, maybe, like, next month will be better, next year will be better, like. And it's, like, this, like, in between, should I leave or should I continue to, like, grow this relationship? And you're just, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I was at a loss for words. I didn't know what to do because I had strong feelings for her, but there was just so much that I didn't know.
0: And it was hard because like she didn't even like tell you how she felt half the time. So you're just like, what do I do?
1: Yeah. Like there were just so many red flags. Like it just never felt equal. I felt like at times I was giving more than she was mm. like for Valentine's Day. I celebrate it and she and and but when I told her I do and she didn't know that and I you would think that she would say okay well now I know right make like a I'm gonna make some effort and just do a little something even if it's a day after nothing during the holidays she said I only buy gifts for my mom but she would never buy me
0: one that's so weird oh my god Valentine's Day and the holidays are so important to me like I don't know Like, I just like, and it's like, especially like when you literally see everyone on social media and like out of like grocery stores, like getting flowers and like doing things. It's like, oh, I'm in a relationship, but like, I feel left out for some reason. Why? Yeah. Like,
1: like my love language is not gifts, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's up there. It's not my number one, but it's up there because Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're in a relationship, you should like surprise each other, do something here and there. Right. But it was just like, it was, it was nothing. And so also too, one of the the last time I saw her, I cooked for her and she had the audacity to ask me like her, like if I, if she was my mother, have you been eating your vegetables? And I'm just what like, you don't, you don't have to eat this food. If you don't want to, you know, you can just leave. You really could just leave. What did you cook for her? I cooked her some rice, some Spanish rice, and grilled chicken. <laughs> that you wasn't know? good enough for her. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm just like, and like she would always ask me this. Like every time we saw each other, she would like in some difference in some form. She would ask me, "Have you been? Have you been eating your vegetables?" And I'm just like, you know. This is my life. I could choose what I want to eat and your life. And I think that when she moved back with with her mom, she started to become like her. I'm guilty. Mm -hmm. I am becoming more like my mom. But there are some things that I'm like consciously making sure I don't do the same way.
0: Right, right. That's like very similar to like somebody like asking, Hey, have you been to the gym lately? Like that's just what it sounds like to me. Yeah, and the gift comment, she Mm -hmm. said this in front of my friends, and they had they were just like in complete shock. Yeah, that's so weird. I only buy gifts for my mom. Like who says that? I just
1: had I just didn't even like I had was speechless. And then she never introduced me to any of her friends. Hmm. And although she's out to her family and friends, she's even asked me, are you out to yours? As if she wasn't comfortable in her skin, like she always wanted to prove to me that she was stronger than she actually was and wouldn't let me in to hear her out and help her with whatever she was going through. She just was just like being like the tough guy, like even when something was wrong with her car. And I was like, I can like, if, um, I can help you. She's like, no, I got it. Wow. I'm like, you know, I, I don't need this right now. I mean, I get treated like that. I, like my family, that's different, you know? My brothers are different. Mm-hmm. Someone you're with? Uh-uh, uh-uh.
0: Right. And how long are you guys together?
1: <laughs> Three months. But in lesbian world, that's like, <laughs> like a year or so.
0: Right, right. Oh, my God. I, I've actually heard that before. Like like-
1: a lot of my straight friends, are like, but that was only three months and that's nothing. I'm like, but it's a totally different field in the life yeah. world because we go so fast.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that before 100%. Which is not, I know
1: some people try to make it as a start. I think the U-Haul, I don't like the U-Haul trend, but what the heck is the U-Haul trend? You don't, you don't know, U-Hauling? Oh, no. gosh. like oh what do you gosh. mean? Like Like yeah. moving in? Yeah, yeah. When you move in after the first date.
0: Oh, it was like that like that's how fast
1: that, it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's how fast it goes. That's so interesting. <laughs> but but some 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 lesbians actually move in pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm I'm the type of person that I'm not gonna move in until it gets like you're my fiance, mm-hmm. okay, and we're gonna just live with each other and so get get more acquainted, like you have a yeah. little sleepovers here and there first, and then you know, go from there because. I've just seen so many breakups and then they're like <laughs> left with this humongous rent. And I'm just like, I'm not
0: about that life. Yeah, no, I I'm I really definitely not about agree. that life. That's yeah. but you feel like it went faster in like different ways, basically. Yeah. Not like in the fact of like, oh, I'm moving in with somebody. No, no, no.
1: And it wasn't like moving in. It was in different ways. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was an experience for sure. (laughs) One for the books.
0: (laughs) So I know that like with situations like that and like red flags and all that kind of stuff, like how did you feel like overall, I know you might have felt like frustrated at some times and maybe upset with like communication, but like, how would you describe your feelings towards her and the relationship experience overall? So
1: it took time to swallow everything, you know, of course. Mm -hmm. But today I am grateful for the experience because it taught me so much about myself and the type of people that I want in my life full time. Mm -hmm. You can only do so much to help someone. I haven't blocked her or anything because I know she's not a bad person. She just has more growing to do to find happiness within herself and just breathe easy by letting go of her past Mm
0: -hmm. and just
1: be able to let someone else in because also too, she reminded me of myself when I was in that stage of life and there, there are times that I'm still kind of afraid of letting people in, but it's just, it doesn't happen as often as it was happening with her. And, but we are all a work in progress. And so I believe that we will get, we we will let people in when we're ready.
0: Yeah. It's really tough when, you know, you start dating someone that has like a very strong past and they won't let you in. And it, it's a matter of like, oh, how much like, can you take? Like, are you that person that's really patient? Or are you not that person? So it's like, there has to be a I feel like there has to be like some sort of like balance when it comes to that.
1: Absolutely. Because I tried being as patient as I could ever Mm be. I tried. And then at one point, I just couldn't go anymore. It was affecting my, like, I struggle with anxiety and clinical depression. And it was so that wasn't really helping the situation. And I was at school too. So, I mean, it was a mm-hmm. lot to handle. I didn't leave my bed for like two days after I ended it.
0: Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> you don't want to do anything with your life and you feel like everything's mm-hmm. over and it's hard. It's definitely hard. What was like the most memorable or important like situation during that time that you can still remember you feel like is very important to you?
1: There was, there's a poem I wrote that's in my poetry book that's coming <laughs> next year, early 2023. The book is called Because of Her. And- Pre-order now.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, there was one night that is it just, it's just, it's a picture memory. I just watched the, the Bren, Brené Brown Mm-hmm. René Brown um, her 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 talk on Netflix and it's like a, it, it became a picture memory so one night it was one event after another and it was just so many things just wasn't click what wasn't working mm-hmm. and but we ended up in a Home Depot parking lot mm-hmm. and we had sex in the back of her car and we had mm-hmm. eaten somewhere prior and I told her I just couldn't wait one more second to be with her and that way I just couldn't wait. Like we couldn't, I, I couldn't wait right. to like go anywhere else. And so looking back, I never thought I would do anything like that because I was just right. like, look, like when I was younger, I was like, why would people do that? Why can't people just right? like, go to the bed? But sometimes you just can't wait.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> sometimes you can't wait. And, you know, it was not the ideal location and I wasn't very and and not very comfortable because it's the back of a car but it mm-hmm. was an experience for sure and I loved it because it it was it was my first time and I'm a, and I'm so happy it was with her because yeah yeah she she asked me like if I was comfortable if this was good or this was not good or just stop this or don't do this and mm-hmm. she she really heard me out and I learned so much about myself because I discover like, I I can't take certain things, and uh, but I like certain stuff. So she right. she she taught me how to know what I like about my body. She taught me how to just discover explore my body more because I just never did that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was like, "Have you masturbated? Have you done it? Have you done it?" And she's like, "Have you?" I want to make sure the next time you you give yourself an orgasm so I know what to do.
0: Wow, I love this sexual communication that's going on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so she, she taught me a whole lot about myself, and I have her to think for a lot of it.
0: Wow, yeah, I think that's really important to, like, have a little bit of that where it's like, it's a positive memory, and not like you're looking back at it. It's like, oh my god, everything was awful, you know? Yeah, no, not everything
1: was awful, and I still, and I still, uh, after we ended it, I wanted, I needed a getaway in um, the week of fourth, fourth of July, and and we just spent one more. Well, it was a uh, the second to last time together. Yeah, <laughs> but it, but it, it
0: it just felt so good. Now that that relationship was over how was it like you know getting back into the dating game again you know you were you said that you were on the apps on and off for eight years so what was it like to you know try to date again after that relationship
1: it was tough because every time I went on a date I was looking for her yeah and every person I dated I went on a date with Mm -hmm. and I, I obviously couldn't find her and I right. would just tell my friends, yeah, this is not going to work out. And it was only because it wasn't her, mm-hmm. but then I, I had to continuously remind myself why it ended. So, but I deleted my apps, my dating apps back in May, 2020, and <laughs> it has been much harder to meet people. of course, <laughs> um, Cause now I'm in the South. Um, yeah. And uh, you can't, you can go into the bookstore cafes, but you can't go into like Starbucks or anything like that. So it's been a little harder, but I feel like for me, my, my dream now is to just meet someone in a bookstore or library right? Or, or while traveling the world. I'd love to go to Italy, stay there for a couple of months, find a lover and a wife. Wow. And just live, <laughs> live, dream. That, live, live that dream.
0: I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you ever feel like, I know that you said that like when you were dating around, you were looking for somebody that was like, like her, basically, they were looking for her in other people. So did you ever feel like it was just so hard to, you know, date someone new that you wanted to go back to your ex? Yeah.
1: Yeah. There were times that I did want to go back to her. But I just, I, like I said, I remind myself why it ended and mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need that energy bringing me down. And I, I have to say, I have to be honest, the sex with her was great, but it wasn't enough
0: mm-hmm.
1: when she wouldn't even show me her boobs while <laughs> having sex. It's just like, I show you everything and you can't show me that too. That's not fair. And then she don't tell me why ask her, why don't you, why don't you show me them? And you, and yeah. and yeah, yeah, I do sometimes. Uh, no, you don't. What the and heck? I ruin the
0: mood, but it's just like, but, but you're not, you're not being open with me. That's so interesting because you just, um, when you were describing it like earlier that like you're describing how she was very open about it and like trying to communicate with you. And then like with this part, like she would not talk about it that's really weird yeah and
1: so like my friends are like half and half because mm-hmm. some of them are like you know maybe she went through something but even so right. she can tell me she yeah you're in a relationship we're in a relationship we could talk about it yeah and then the other friends are like yeah you gotta move on because you're not getting any you're giving her some and you're not getting any hearing everyone's you know viewpoints I'm just like Just tell me what's going on at the end of the day. Just tell Mm -hmm. me what happened. Just tell me what's going on so I can make you feel more comfortable. Just like how she she made me
0: comfortable that night in the back of a car. And also it's like that. there's like that aspect of like, oh, she probably just does not trust you at all. And it's like, okay, then like, why are you in a relationship with this person if you don't trust them? Exactly that's so was, wild
1: yeah it just it felt like this she was just holding back way too much and it, it, it was just it was just not it was just not equal
0: right yeah that's that's really interesting but I'm glad that you like you brought it up with her instead of like not saying anything because I feel like so many people when things are are you know bothering them they don't want to like you're like oh it's okay I ruined the mood I don't care like why won't you do this thing
1: yeah yeah I it was the last time I saw her in person and I was just like you know oh, let, me really? just, let me just yeah it was the last time we were we were in bed together and I was just like let me just use this opportunity to, to ask her like hey like why I said it just like that I was like <laughs> why don't you sh- why don't you show me your boobs <laughs> tell you them sometimes no you don't I said, <laughs> just like that no you don't and and she was, and then she she didn't say anything I'm just like you can't have me be vulnerable and you just hold everything back you got to be vulnerable too yeah it's how to be equal and if you don't feel comfortable being vulnerable then just let's just end it I'm sure she has her reasons yes
0: <laughs> but we'll never
1: know we'll never know it's like no one will ever know
0: how many licks it takes to get to the Tootsie Pop. <laughs> nope. Do you have any particular stories that you would like to share when you got back out there and started dating again? One of them, she
1: she thought that she was interviewing me like Oprah. <laughs> and then and then another one, she lied about her sexuality. And, and said she was bisexual and instead she was um, bi-curious.
0: What's, like, the difference between that for people who don't know?
1: So, bisexual is when a man or a woman are sexually attracted to both male and female. Mm-hmm. And bi-curious, it, it's in the word itself, the man or woman, they're curious to see what it's like to try the same sex
0: Mm
1: mm-hmm but but they're but they're not 100% there like they're they're not 100% committed to trying they're just curious
0: so she lied and said she was bisexual you said yeah but but she was really bi-curious
1: yeah because she wanted she wanted to go because um she wanted to secure the date Mm -hmm. she said and Oh my gosh. She spilled so much about her. I feel like every person I've gone on, every woman I've gone on a date with, the first thing they talk about is their ex.
0: Oh yeah. Especially when you are on the the apps and like these people
1: just came out of a relationship. I I don't, I don't understand that. I really don't (laughs) like the, like, and they're just like chill. Like they could be chill people. And the first thing they're like, so tell me about your exes. And I'm just like, what, (laughs) what, on the first date (laughs) yeah yeah oh my goodness but you know i i've learned though that for me meeting someone in person is the best for me after attempting dating apps for so long like Mm -hmm. there was one time 2019 or so that okcupid was like do you want a job you're you're (laughs) you have you have been with us for so long and i'm like
0: are you kidding me
1: Wait what? I was offered a job because I've been a veteran of OK Cupid,
0: dude. That's so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it just like you know. I think I think it's I think it's about time for me to for me to exit this. Like I had all the dating apps, and everyone is different, and I I feel that now I don't want to start off with swiping and oh just just deciphering who I like based on their looks or, or whatever, or their pictures, really their pictures, because, you know, and mm-hmm. their pictures don't reflect how they look in real life most of the time.
0: Exactly. That's and, true.
1: Um, and so I rather, I rather stumble upon someone and just be there. Be, like, we can, we can be friends first, and then it turns into something. Because mm-hmm. like is stronger than love. You better like that person you're with because you won't always love them. People grow and people change how they are and what they like. And you have to ask yourself, are you willing to stay along for their journey?
0: Wow, that was deep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people think, oh, like especially high school sweethearts. My boss, when I was at a talent agency, she told, she told me because I, I was always so, angry. I was always so just like annoyed by like everyone getting married after high school, like and even in the years in college. And I was just like, come on. And, and she was like, just wait for the divorce just wait, just wait. When you get to my, just wait. And because people, they're not the same people that they were in high school. Right. People change.
0: Mm-hmm. They're
1: not the same person. So, but. Not everyone is okay with staying along for the ride. Yeah, for their for their next chapter. Not everyone's willing to stay. Yep,
0: that's true. Yeah, especially with people that go like move in so fast. Oh and yeah. Get engaged so fast. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of
1: there are a lot of straight people out there that are also u <laughs> hauling themselves. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I agree.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're u hauling more than lesbians are nowadays yep I feel it (laughs) so what was the main reason you decided to just delete everything it just
1: it just you know it just turned into an addiction yeah and I wasn't happy with the person I was turning into while using it it just I wasn't I was turning into someone that was just so superficial and you should see me now I I'm, a, I'm attracted to a lot of people now that aren't, that weren't in, in the range of mm. types that I was, I was only focused on.
0: Wow. That means that you're changing and you're growing. Yes. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. That's really important. And, you know, like your whole journey into like, you know, after a breakup or going to a new relationship or even finding yourself is a very long journey and it, it will not take, you know, two days. Mm-mm. It's a very, you know, a, a long process depending on who you are. So like, what would you say are some of the things that you've personally done to like heal or recover from that relationship?
1: I would say therapy. Yeah. Talking with friends and family for a solid year. I was seeing her name literally everywhere oh my at God. my job and yeah. at places as character names and stories. And I'm just <sighs> like, what the freaking heck? I'm so dumb. Like how, and I still see her name. One of the patients at the, at the office I I, I was working at and furloughed now again, mm-hmm. but uh,
0: <laughs> thanks but... Corona.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I still just keep a friendship kind mm-hmm. of not like I, I would say maybe acquaintances. Yeah, you not like best her.
0: buddies or no, anything. No, we're not
1: best buds. We're like acquaintances <laughs> on Snapchat. And so like she may respond to something I pose and we just right. have a little discussion and then we go back to our lives. I think that has helped too just to know that like we don't hate each other. Mm -hmm. We where we don't think each other we don't think that one is a bad person it's neutral it's neutral
0: yeah yeah that's so funny that you were saying that you were seeing her name everywhere I feel like that's the same thing with like people seeing um their ex's cars like on the street they're like oh my god is that them (laughs) (laughs) you know you know what's so funny as you
1: bring that up my best friend Had has the same car and then b was angry that i didn't tell her that she had the same car as my best friend but the thing is i didn't want to tell her that because it made things super awkward
0: right oh my god right is that just
1: me or is or, or would it make things awkward oh yeah it'll be like it'll be like if i'm it'll make me think that I'm hooking up in the back of my best friend's car. and right. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a little odd. <laughs> you know,
1: and she was like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, made some I made some excuse, but really I, I just don't want to think about my best friend while I'm in the back of the same car that she drives. You know, I don't yeah. want to think about that. <laughs> She's been my yeah. best friend since I was three years old. I don't want to think about that.
0: Yeah. And you know, yeah, (laughs) I wouldn't either. (laughs) That is really a weird coincidence. I know. In the same color, everything. Oh my God.
1: Dude, that's crazy.
0: What is the one thing that you would say that you learned about yourself and relationships? I've learned
1: to never settle. Mm -hmm. There is always someone better out there that will treat you the way you deserve to be treated. No matter right. how beautiful someone is on the outside, their insides better match it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's just not worth going on for the ride to just be hurt or just just know that it's not healthy.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree with you. And that's what like sucks about like the dating apps and like Tinder. You're just basically swiping for a little bit of a caption of their personality exactly. and then, like a picture of them. And it's not even
1: all of them, you know? Yeah, it's not even like
0: a a percentage. (laughs) No,
1: no, it's just just one of my friends, she's actually trying to get me back into it. I'm just like, no, no. I I think uh, um, a little more than eight years uh, was enough, was enough.
0: So you're single now and you're not dating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you're enjoying it though. I am enjoying
1: it. I like having my space. I like saving money because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you no. got to spend money and you yep. and being a broke graduate student was uh, not easy going on dates. It yeah. was not easy. So I am enjoying being able to save money, um, put it towards saving up for a car, putting it towards the projects. And I just like to do the things I want to do without even thinking about what someone else thinks about it. Perfect. You know? Yep. I
0: I know the feeling.
1: But there are times though I do miss being intimate with someone.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and it's hard. But I don't want that relationship portion of it right now. I want to mm-hmm. focus on on getting my career going, building mm-hmm. my production company, La Productions with my writing partner Seda. And yes. Just putting my putting our tv and film project together and, and just putting out there for the world because we we strive to put out diversity and just authenticity in every project we put we want to put out there and uh and especially mm-hmm. targeting the lgbtq plus community mm-hmm. because there's just not enough good stories out there To be honest, it's so hard for me to find one. And yeah, there's there's one out there called Deadly Illusions. Oh my God, I just saw. I saw that. I was like, what the dude? Did you watch it? I just (laughs) watched it the other day. I watched watched it. I watched it the (sighs) other day, and I'm just like, what the heck is this, dude? (laughs) You know. But you know, there was that one that there was that one intimate uh well two intimate well one really intimate There series. was like a few. Uh, yeah, a few of them, a few of them, yeah, yeah. And but that was it. Yeah. That was it. But but you know, I don't wanna w- watch I don't wanna just watch a movie just for that. I wanna watch a movie yeah. because it's actually good. You know?
0: Yeah, I feel like every time I see like an lgbtq movie now it's like they center the whole theme or like the whole plot about like sex yes and i'm literally just like what the heck
1: blue is the warmest color that was basically a porno
0: yes they're all like that like that type of like vibes and it's
1: like this is why people
0: don't watch these if you
1: look if you look up lesbian and 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 images um on google Mm -hmm. you would just see sex exactly if you you look up a man if you look if you look up a straight person yeah you see happy couples Mm
0: -hmm. why is it like that and these changed. yeah i know there was um i can't remember it now but like there was like i think they were trying to do it with like maybe i forgot what it was called was it called like love simon or something like that oh love
1: simon yeah I feel like
0: I watched that a while ago. I feel like it was like kinda decent-ish, but maybe that's just my opinion. But I feel like love
1: Victor though on Hulu. Oh yeah, that one too. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. That one, that one. It it was the same world, but that like because I come from a Hispanic background and that mm -hmm. was like he is me. I am him. Mm -hmm. Like we are the same person.
0: Right, right. I feel like they're trying, but like yeah, they're not trying, hard enough, maybe. They need, to,
1: they need to not make it a big deal about the coming yeah. out portion and just show that these that the LGBTQ plus people are just living normal lives just like mm-hmm. everyone else. They're just living yeah. just like taking out the trash, just like a normal person. And <laughs> it's just like and you know, normal is overrated. It's just like yeah, right. <laughs> doing just doing things just like the average person would do. And yeah. so, the feature film that we're working that we're working on now is like a modern day parent trap, Ooh. and uh, and it's like a lesbian parent LGBTQ plus parent trap,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we it is we are including all all sorts of sexualities, all sorts of um, disabilities mm-hmm. in there, and we're just we're just trying to help to shine on people that don't get enough light
0: shine on them right oh my gosh I love that that's so exciting
1: yeah all right we're so we 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 enjoy just putting it we're we're on our first draft and act two of writing it and we are just having a blast we recorded ourselves on zoom just for one (laughs) scene and we were just like giggling like little kids are like oh my god
0: (laughs) dude oh my gosh i love it so much
1: fun yeah i
0: can't wait to see it (laughs) yeah we're gonna we're gonna pitch it to all the big people oh nice good luck to you i'm sending all of the good vibes of course thank you thank you oh my gosh i love it so While we end here, what kind of advice that you want to share with everyone that you know might be going through this similar situation or like you know trying to get back into dating or finding themselves again, whatever it is, what would you have to say to them?
1: I would say that know that there is no reason to stay in a toxic relationship and that you deserve better. I never understood before why it was so hard for people for people to leave those relationships but when you love them it's I see now that it's even harder yeah it is so worth it though to leave it to leave them for your mental health because I for for me I -hmm. feel so much better I feel like I'm in a better state of mind I could think clearly of course I go I have my my mental illnesses but I'm even better without that
0: Yes. I love it. Well, I am sending you all the good vibes. Yeah. And everyone else.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And one more thing. Don't let anyone overshine you. If they love you, you two can shine under the same light together.
0: Wow. Amen. (laughs) Preach it. Say louder for the people in the back. Oh my gosh. I love it. So you guys, if you want to keep up with Lisa and her podcast, you can find her on Instagram at quarantine season podcast. She is on all the platforms where you listen to your podcasts. You can also find her personal Insta at simply Lisi and her poetry Instagram at LR Camacho, right? So I'm so happy you came on the podcast. Yes. And thank you everyone else for tuning in. I have so many awesome guests coming up to share their hashtag boyfriendproof story. So stay tuned for that. And if you or someone you know would like to be on the show to share your story, shoot me a DM on Instagram at boyfriendproofpodcast. And we'll be back soon for another boyfriendproof story. Goodbye.